0: great teachers don't just come from the classroom they can be found almost anywhere in your life that's why we Wade and Hope King
1: created this podcast to connect you with the stories the tools and the joy you need to take education to the next level
0: nowadays everyone's an educator
1: whether you chose that career or not
0: and we're all in this together
1: so come on let's do this
0: it's time to get your teach on
1: Everybody. welcome to another episode of
0: Get Your Teach On. <laughs>
1: Thank you. That's I was what we're say, doing. The new Edu, which used that to is, be that, you, that was podcast, the old
0: school, yeah. but
1: all been changed over to Get Your Teach On. We are so excited you are here for another week. Starting off, whenever you're listening to this, obviously these episodes come out on a Monday. So if yeah. you're starting off on a Monday, we're wishing you the best Monday ever. Um, today's episode, we are going to dive into. Less is more and being mindful when thinking ahead to either a new season, but more specifically, if you're listening to this um, when the podcast airs, more specifically as we think in towards or as we're thinking towards a new year. So what generally happens with us as educators is as we start to get to the end of a school year, I feel like for me, like a wave of reflection would come over me and I would reflect on all the things that happened that year and get super excited about changing all the things for the following year. That's right. right.
0: Yeah. And so which is not a bad thing. Which is
1: not a bad thing and that's just human nature of wanting to be your best so there is nothing negative along with that but we just want you to keep some things in mind. We all know that mindful practices and awareness are just the key to really doing um anything well and doing things for the right reason. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to bring some mindfulness around what does that mentality look like as we do start to Round out a school year, round out another wild school year, and start thinking in the direction of a new group of kids. Whether it be right. a new grade level, maybe you're moving to a new school, whatever it may be, we're always excited about a fresh start, a new page, because we can fix all the things that went wrong, and those things won't ever happen again. That's always our mindset, right? And so, um, just a couple of things before we dive into those things that we want you for you to be mindful of. We're going to talk a lot about really the idea and the concept behind less is more. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Because, again, what happens in education a lot of times as teachers is we think about all the things that we want to do at the start of a new year and all the things that we want to implement heading into a new year. But what we neglect to do is take things off of our plate. We neglect to take things and to say, okay, by doing these new things, that is going to require Time. That is going to require effort. That is going to require energy. So where am I going to get the time and the energy and the capacity for the effort to be able to implement these new programs? What am I going to let go of? And so... We want to talk a little bit behind the idea and this cliche saying of less is more, which we all hate because a lot of us love doing more is more, right? Mm-hmm. I am guilty as mm-hmm. charged. That is me all day mm-hmm. long. Um, but it doesn't mean that we're effective. And so kind of the, the scenario that I want you thinking about before we dive into the content and, and the, the mindfulness practices, um, or just really not mindfulness practices, but things we want you to be mindful of. I'm going to give you the scenario typically what happens i want you to think of the beginning of the year right we are so excited we are seeing those new faces of our new students and we just know it's a fresh start and it is going to be our best year yet right i want you to think about um when we're setting policies routines procedures expectations all of that is typically done when wade
0: beginning of the school year beginning
1: of the school year when we are feeling how
0: excited energized uh, motivated ready to conquer the day
1: ready to conquer the day but ready to conquer the year right that's right that's typically when or even let's take it a little bit back further we're we're thinking of those expectations a lot of times in the summer Mm -hmm. on the beach with your toes in the sand or at the pool and you think you can do
0: everything and
1: you think you can do it all it's like listen I know what happened last year. Mm-mm. Not this year, Satan. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not happening today. Not happening in my world. I'm going to fix all the things. Anything that went wrong last year, I'm about to fix it and I am going to rock this year, right? Which is fine. But we're setting those expectations or even starting to conceive those changes to our routines in the summertime or at the beginning of the year and mm-hmm. we're feeling energized, excited, passionate, fill in the blank, right? Now I want you to think about those new policies, those new expectations, those new procedures, whatever they may be, how many of them are still around come let's say even January, Mm -hmm. even February? How many of those things have actually been sustainably implemented into our classrooms? Because if we aren't going to sustainably commit to them and some things, let's let's be honest, we have to throw out the window right? because it's not working, but if we're not sustainably committing to something, then why are we committing to it? Because if we're just if we're trying to do all of the things, then what ends up happening for me is all the things go out the window and I'm like what am I left with? Why is my classroom not running properly? Why do I feel overwhelmed? Why do I feel burnt out? It's because I try to do all the things versus commit to things that I know can make the greatest change.
0: Yeah, and it's it's easy oh man me- our intention during those time periods of, of when we do make those expectations of ourselves and what we're going to do during the school year, our intentions are great.
1: Amazing, be, amazing intentions.
0: Be, because we're so excited about it, number one. And number two, we're motivated. And And the reason and the goals behind it, they have value. But what can we continually do, like Hope was talking about, in the times that are difficult and that are challenging? And, and I, I think the cliche of less is more, I mean, it, it's kind of that, I don't know, positive mindset. Like, hey, we we need to take a lot off our plate so we can do things great. But it is true. Like the less that you do, the, the more that you can do well. Um, if you're trying to do everything, if you're trying to do more and you're trying to amp it up over and over and over again, you can only do so much well, right? So you, you'll do more poorly. And so it's the effectiveness of what you're tr- truly trying to tackle and what your goals are for that school year.
1: Here's why I don't like it. <laughs> Here's why I've always struggled with it. Because I feel like, and Wade is going to be like, yep, this is so you. Um, less is more to me is a trap or a cage of limiting me. Of I feel like a lot of times less is more is limiting because I don't want to, I will get FOMO of not being able to do something that I really want to do because I have to make the decision that, oh, but if I want to do this well, then that means I can't do this. And then I just tell myself, but I can do that. I can do them both well. And that's fine for two things. But then what happens when I have the next thing that I'm doing and it multiplies by four and then by six and then by eight. And before long, I have this whole list of things that I'm committed to that I've told myself and I'm holding myself accountable to be the very best at. Now I've set these unrealistic expectations of being good at all the things.
0: Yeah, and it's it's because that that's our culture. That, that's what our culture has told us. That's what have we that will, that's what we have seen. That's what we've been taught. That hey, the the more that I'm trying to do, the more accolades I get. Right?
1: You just said twat.
0: I said that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I really?
1: I don't even know if you're allowed to say that on you're a not. podcast.
0: No, you better make a note of that.
1: I think it's too good. I think we actually need to leave it. Okay.
0: Oh, thank you, Chase. We'll we'll leave that. We
1: know what you meant. We know what you
0: meant. Holy mean. gracious. Well This is I not. I just
1: ha- I couldn't let it go. I was like gonna let it, it go. You were looking at let me let like go. I
0: was I was being very smart, but apparently I wasn't. Okay. My mouse a little Woo. my, my mouth's a little dry from the Jersey Mike sub we we ate moving on anyways (laughs) let's let's recap that without that uh word um it's going back to what i was saying about society and what society has kind of uh put on us uh, about doing a lot of work right and doing the most and doing more and staying busy and what does that actually mean well staying busy doesn't necessarily mean you're being effective and that's exactly what you were just talking about like if If you are doing less, it's a feeling of guilt or a feeling of FOMO that you're not doing enough. But I guarantee you, if you tackle those things that you have committed yourself to, you will knock those things out of the park and you will be more effective in whatever you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, but not just even, let's break it down a little bit even further than society. I think what the systems of education have put on educators Mm -hmm. and what the systems have implemented that as educators... Every educator always feels like that they have entirely too much on their plate. I don't care what season it is. Listen, pre-COVID, okay? This is not just something that's happened since COVID. This is even pre-COVID. Educators always feel like they have way too much on their plate. And here's the thing, is education is going to continue to dish out things, continue to dish out new studies, new programs, new initiatives, on and on and on and on and on, right? But they are never going to stop and say, okay, but let's stop and think about what we're getting rid of so that we can do this effectively. Never going to happen. Ever. Okay? That is never going to be no. the conversation around the systems put in place of education. That's where we, as the adults and as those who control our own well-being, our own lives, our own worlds, have to stop and say, okay. If this is a mandate, if this is something that is put on my plate, because I don't care what profession you're in, you have mandates, you have things you have to do, you have certain procedures, policies you have to follow, you have to to complete, we have to be able to stop and say, okay, if this is now going to be a thing, what am I getting rid of? What am I taking off my plate so that I have the time for this? And so constantly having that less is more mentality is more of a, okay, when I'm adding something I need to be very intentional about either shifting something, recognizing and committing to giving less time to something, or completely removing something from my plate that yeah. already exists. We,
0: we talk to hundreds and hundreds of teachers from around the country. We, we travel a lot, obviously. We go into schools. And and, I, and I'll say this. The, the The teachers that I have talked to who have taught for, I don't know, 12 to 15 to 20 years, <clears throat> um even during covid when i talk to them and when when we talk to them um they'll say covid yes it it it's been difficult but it's it's been doable um and it's when i when we talk to teachers who have taught for maybe 3 or 5 6 years it's been the worst time of their life. And this is just me being super transparent into what we have heard. And I, and most of the time with what we hear with those teachers who have taught for over a decade, they say, listen, going back to your point that we've been through stuff before, like this is nothing new. It's, it's a new dynamic. Yes. But we've been through hard times before with different aspects. And so something's always going to be thrown our way, but they have learned how to, compartmentalize what's truly important and st- and being able to let things go and not just being busy and thinking that they have to do everything.
1: Yeah. And I want to clarify it's not that covid's not new cuz somebody will say but we but covid is new. We've never experienced yes, that's not what they mean. Covid sure. is new. It's a pandemic. Right. Nobody has ever right. yes. or, or we haven't experienced in our time of being in education. Um but the Veteran teachers, I mean, that's just – there's been challenges. There's been difficult trying Something's times. always going to happen. Something.
0: That's what they – Yeah. Something. and that's pretty much what they say. And COVID, I think, was was one of the first times that, that, that a lot of newer teachers or teachers that have been in the game for five or six years, oh, man, th- this is the first big mandate that they've had to go through. They haven't – How to go through No Child Left Behind or anything like that.
1: Yeah. So let's dive into some of the things that we can be mindful of as we do start to really round out this year, head into a new year to really set ourselves up for success long term, to really be able to implement initiatives, changes, whatever it may be that are going to honestly present themselves in a way that we can even see if they work because they are going to be a process or a system in our classroom long enough to see the impact, to see the changes, to see the effects. So what are a couple of things that we can do as we really start having this wave and rush of reflection and start heading into the summer break? Because even if we try to turn our minds off of teaching, it doesn't all, we're still constantly reflecting. What are some things that can just keep um, that rush of reflection and, and the need for all of the change to happen overnight kind of in check.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think one, one of the things that we always need to be mindful of is going back to that idea of um, being busy is it being effective. And that goes in your personal life, that goes in your professional life. And um, looking to see what your goals are for that day or for that project or whatever you're trying to do. Like just filling your day with busy work. It, busy work in my mind is doing things that aren't important, mm-hmm. right? That aren't a priority of yours. And so you've really, really got to make sure that your intentions are matching up. And the work that you're doing is matching up to, to what's truly important. Being busy is is often used as being an excuse for not listening to your spouse or your friends or showing up late. Oh my goodness, I, y'all, I'm so sorry I'm late. I've just been so, so busy. Really ah. doing what? What have you been busy doing, right? <laughs> and so, and and I think you're laughing because we've all experienced that. It, but that's that's it, right? Doing less is more. And if you're trying to do more all the time, that doesn't mean that you are being effective doing that. You're not doing the work. You're being, you're being busy. You're feeling that time with trying to do something.
1: I feel very personally attacked. No,
0: don't feel attacked. <laughs> because feel attacked.
1: here's why. And man, this is, but this is why awareness and just reflection is, is so key and critical to this because, um, just I, I've worn a lot of hats both as an educator and as, you know, just the leader of Get Your Teach On and one of the hats I'm currently having to wear and Get Your Teach On right now is graphic designer because we don't have a graphic designer that is full time for us right now and a lot of those that we had working for us have gotten full time or part time had got have um gotten full time positions. Yes, those
0: people who have been part time are now <laughs> full time somewhere else. I'm trying to... Which we are so happy for them. <laughs> Thank there it is.
1: You. Um, but anyway, so I'm having to do all the graphic design, but I will find myself at five, six, seven o'clock at night with the computer on my lap while my family is home, while Maverick is home, playing with his toys, watching TV. And if I'm really being honest about that time, and you can ask Wade, I talk all the time about how busy I am right now, about how this whole new title of graphic designer and having to wear that hat along with. 13 other hats, like, oh my gosh, I just don't have time. I'm so busy. I feel like there's a lot of times when I'm laying in bed at night and watching shows, I feel like I should get up and work even at 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm constantly busy. But I would be lying if I didn't say that I've on several occasions had my computer sitting in my lap. And honestly, if I'm being honest about the amount of work that I actually did, it was probably 15, 20 minutes in a course of two hours. But why? Because... I'm having, I'm really thinking that, oh, by having my computer out, I'm being effective in my work. I'm getting things accomplished and done. But the reality is I'm exhausted. And so I'm not getting much done in that time versus if I just put my computer down, I probably could knock that stuff out in literally 10 or 15 minutes the next morning. Yeah. And so very guilty of of mistaking and of Phrasing busy as productive because yeah. I'm not being productive.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I think that's a, a, a great um, example of just being aware, right? I mean, if you are aware that you are using that excuse of being busy for being inconsiderate or, or whatever the case may be, those are just examples. If you're using that as a defense mechanism... Then you you probably have too much on your plate, and you're probably not doing anything very. You're not doing anything well. And and going back to what you just said, I mean, uh, studies show w- when you schedule less work, you are more energetic. And if you're more energetic, you're able to accomplish more tasks that you set yourself out for, to be able to be more effective in what you're doing. And so planning things out, stepping away when you need to step away, the work will always be there. Less is more in that aspect. The work will always be there just because you want to get it done. That doesn't mean it's going to be done well in that moment.
1: Yeah. And that has been the case. And then, and then I end up feeling, which I know so many of y'all have as well. Everybody. Then I end up feeling guilty. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, Maverick only sees me with my computer on my lap.
0: Well, you feel guilty. You feel stressed. I mean that that's everybody though. And like, then I'm trying it adds to on to that. It adds a huge weight and you. So I can't be get fully
1: focused no. on the work that I'm doing, which means I'm not getting much of anything accomplished at all. Versus just being able to put it away. So right. I think that that is huge. Of, you know, I think we're all guilty of always saying I. I rarely meet anybody who's not when you are asking them. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm things are busy, but that's a good thing. You're right. That's busy is good. Like this is the motto of our society. People feel like if they don't say that they're busy, then they're not being successful. And that is a huge thing. It's just,
0: generational, and yeah. it's, it's been passed down. And it's one of those things to where, um, listen, I could, I could be super effective and I can be super effective, um, but I can also take my time, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I, I could take my own time to do it on my terms. Yes, there are moments where you can't do that, but just because you're chock full, you're waking up at the butt crack of dawn, and you're going to bed really late, and you've been doing this and that all day long, and you're cleaning the house, and you're. Grading paper, who cares, right? If you're not doing it well, and if you're not in a good spirit, what good are you doing to yourself?
1: Yeah, so as you start really thinking towards next year and starting to list this, I think that it is extremely effective to have a full brain dump. All the things that you wish you could change. I think that it's important for us to get them out and to not ignore them. And, you know, towards the end of the year, one thing that I would always do is keep like a a little notebook or a notepad or a journal or whatever, you know, whatever you, a scratch sheet of paper, sticky notes for crying out loud. And as I was thinking of things, I would literally just list them out. Things that I wanted to change, things that I wanted to do differently, things that didn't work. But then I think that we have to take that list and say, okay, these are all the things in an ideal world. What is realistic? What is realistic? And then you pull out a realistic list, but even a step further than that, what is realistic isn't always manageable in a highly effective way. So then you take that realistic list and you prioritize, okay, this is what's realistic, but what is most important? What is second most important? And that's how you work on the implementation of what you wanna do. So you start off with all the things, you minimize it to a realistic approach, and then you prioritize those things to say, okay, these are the things I wish to accomplish, I wish to change, but this is what's gonna take a priority. This is what's gonna take the majority of my time. And if these other things happen, amazing. And if not, then I can work on them later.
0: And it's it, it and that does not even take that long to do. No. And that is a very, very manageable visual way to and I'm not a visual person and like like you to create that type of list, but that is a very doable thing, I think, for most people.
1: Well, how did you then decide what you wanted to change?
0: Uh, well, I just realized like what I didn't like doing, and what didn't work. Mm. Um, but then also I found other people that could do the things that that I did that they could maybe contribute better.
1: I was just curious because I never understand how your brain works or functions, and it's because I don't understand how you—if you don't see it, you don't make it happen. But he does make it happen. I, I make, don't know, guys. I, I don't I mean, know.
0: With, I mean, we.
1: Y'all are weirdos out there that don't have to see like we, I need a full on flow chart yeah. and map.
0: I mean, I I have a lot of aspects and, and goals in my life and things that I do. I mean, obviously I want to be a good husband, a good father. Um, I wanna be a great educator and and help people, but I also want to be physically healthy. I mean, and that's not a lot of things less is more right
1: yeah and And i think you are very good at that and i think that's why you don't you know maybe there's something to be said for those of us that have to have a list maybe if we have to have a list we're trying to do way too many things folks maybe i'll say burn
0: the list i'll say say this too because you talk about this often like and it goes back to priorities and i think that's the other thing with me too like i'm very big on priorities and holding to those and being disciplined with that but you talked about you used to talk about that you got this idea from amelia but it's really held true to to what I do and what you do. And you had the the glass balls yeah. and the, the rubber balls, right? Yeah. What can you let go of, so on and so forth. You're way and so, better at
1: that than I am. Uh, Chase on the other just, hand, Chase and I have these li- these lists miles long, which is why we work way too much, Chase. He's over here laughing because he knows that it's speaking to his soul over here. He's like, hold on, I'm the list maker and this is why I work 90 hours well, a week. Well,
0: to that also, like, oh, Chase has been with us. How long have you been with us full time, Chase? Like three years? Chase has been with us for three years. Before that, I did a lot of what Chase did, but I did not do it well. I did it because I had to do it. Chase was part-time before that, and what did I say earlier? You pass off things that other people can do better, right? Chase does it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Ryan works with us full-time. He does it. You lean on Chris Pombano a ton You can pass things off. And so I think it's, but that goes in your school building as well. Like I'm not going to sit over here and try to do this fantastic room transformation all by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to someone in the school building who is gifted in those areas. Right. Yeah. And that's the collaborative
1: space and decorate a room. Do what you can do. Yeah, Yeah. Less is
0: more just because you're working harder and you hear the same thing is less is more working harder, not smart, whatever. right i mean don't feel guilty about taking your time don't feel guilty about passing things off but also know that you need to add your contributions where you can too
1: yeah so great talk there we go i needed this talk for myself that's tends to be how our podcast works out. So um, we hope that you guys were able to have a couple of takeaways for the less is more mentality. Again, as we do round out a year and head into a new year, a lot of times that's when we're making our never ending to do list of all the things. So be reasonable with your approach. um, Because again, if we're doing less, if we have that less is more mentality, we're going to implement fewer things, but be able to do them long term and really see the impacts of those things versus trying to do it all for a month and and then burning out. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Get Your Teach On podcast. If you enjoyed hearing something something spoke to your soul or spirit please shout it out tag Let us myself know. and wade hey waking hey hope king on social media we love to hear those things also be sure to share it with your friends if you feel like this would resonate with them as well we always love adding to our podcast mm-hmm. community so we'll see you next week everybody bye